This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. Time today to catch up with Paul Pope from Otago Peninsula Community Board. He joins us on the line now. Morena, Paul, lovely to have you with us again. Morena, Jeff, how are you today? Lovely, mild morning here in Aotearoa, isn't it? Uh, not all that wintry, Paul. What are you up to right now? I'm actually, right at the moment, I'm at Sinclair Wetlands on the Tauri, actually. Right at the moment, I've just arrived. What a gorgeous lovely, spot that is. Lovely part of the country, and a lovely day here as well. Actually, I saw you the other day, I think you were playing some music with an old friend of mine, Steve Cornane. Indeed, had a great night. The Alpaca Brothers came back and they've just put out an album. They did a show at uh, at the Crown on uh, on Friday night, and uh, yeah, they had a little combo that I've got together opened up nice that you were getting about about and uh, taking in some rock and roll um, <laughs> Paul you're, you're a man of many interests obviously oh yeah. well you know well I know I've known Steve for a long time actually yeah, I've known Steve for a long time. He never seems to age. No, isn't that isn't that funny? I think music pe- keeps people young, Paul. That might be I what think, it is. I think you're right. <laughs> well, and so does uh, getting out and enjoying a beautiful uh, countryside, and you're doing that today at uh, the Sinclair Wetlands. Um, of course, we are still celebrating um, the formal program for Puaka Matariki Festival 2023. Uh, you been enjoying that, Paul? I did. I went to uh, fabulous... Uh, event actually here at uh, Sinclair Wetlands. I uh, uh, had a, went to a hungi here, and uh, it was very good. Nice. And, um, well, it uh, it leads us to an interesting discussion, our first point of the day. You wanted to have a conversation around Māori place names, Paul. Yeah, look, it's quite an interesting thing, and I know, um, obviously, with um, with signage and, and stuff coming up from NZTA, I think there's a, a discussion document out from there, and, you know, it's been one of those things, as a community board, we've actually been, we've had this on our radar now for about the last nine or ten years, um, which is basically, um, you know, having both the Te Reo uh, sign place names uh, in our back into our community, uh, along with the, uh, as I say, some of the colonial names, and I just, you know, it really is a really important opportunity. I think just to have both, um, and uh, because there's a lot to be learnt from uh, from the Maori place names uh, as, uh, around the country. For example, the, the name of Harwood is actually Kokomuka, uh, and um, uh, Kokomuka is actually the, the Maori name or the Naitahu name. Or the Kotamiko tree, uh, which is uh, just a, you know, and there's all those little little nuances of the language. So, you know, I hope people will uh, will get behind the idea, um, and uh, people will. I mean, there's bound to be those detractors who will call me woke, uh, but um, I've come to the conclusion that woke actually means working on kindness every day. There you go. Um, and and I think that's probably what we need to be doing. I kind of look forward to it. it it's the same with uh, we have Heraweka Harbour Cone. Harbour Cone is, but Heraweka is really a place where there was weka. Um And all those little little things tell us about what the uh, the landscape was and what the landscape could become. All right. So an opportunity to learn is what you're saying. And once you incorporate yeah. the stories in with it, it all starts to make more sense. And if you are having a wee bit of a struggle understanding it, well, that's what you do. You ask some questions, right? That's exactly it. There's nothing to fear from it at all. Um, so uh, we've um, 
had many discussions over the last few years around the Harbour Connection, and uh, we know that we're just about almost there now, almost oh. there to, in terms of the point of uh, of being able to publicly open this thing and in its you know complete uh, form and and get out there and celebrate it. You must be looking forward to that, Paul. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Portobello, after about two years, has finally had almost all of its orange cones removed. Uh, whoever is the inventor of orange cones, I'll tell you what, they must be uh, sitting on a, on a warm beach somewhere um, <laughs> with all the money that they've made. Look, uh, it's, we are nearly there. Um, the section now running through the cutting at Broad Bay is almost complete as well. There's a few finer points that need to be done, but look, um, it's just about, we've, we've just about got that entire connection now all the way from the city to, to Portobello finished. And um, look, I you know, I know there's a lot of people, especially in our community, who are looking forward to the, the end of the Orange Cone Wars. There are um, issues of uh, correct kind of, and um, I guess appropriate use of these shared spaces, and we've talked about that before too. It's all about um, you know appropriate etiquette, and uh, and there's been conversations around you know sharing the path between those who are on foot and those who are on wheels, um, but also it's used by those who take their their uh, family dog out for a walk as well, and there are some do's and don'ts around that too, aren't there, Paul? <laughs> Oh look! I tell you what, um, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a very famous letter that was written by Spike Milligan to the uh, I think it was the London Borough Council, uh, and it was filed by Spike Milligan under the under the under the dog shit affair. Uh, look, uh, it's one of those things. I recently had two huge boxes of of uh, of bags of doggy do bags. And uh, people may have noticed uh, we've actually placed those around strategic parts of the uh, of the Otago Peninsula, and also given uh, some for the beaches out at um, out at Tomahawk as well and Smales. And uh, look, it's it's one of those things. It's quite quite amazing. I, I couldn't get over how quickly the the, the, the doggy do bags just disappeared because there's been a change by the council in the way that they do that. Look, it's not a big drama, um, but it's one of those constant things that people, uh, you know, rail against. Uh, and um, yeah, look, as I say, uh, it's not—it's the bags, the, the ones that we've put out there. You know, it's a, it's a short-term fix, but we hope that people will take the opportunity to use them. And uh, they are um, uh, biodegradable bags as well. And uh, of course, now with the road connection, we've got um, rubbish bins galore. Uh, so people can actually uh, pop their uh, pop their little parcel into the appropriate place. All right, just um, <clears throat> being mindful of others. It's a it's a way to get through all of life, really. Uh, <laughs> you've got um, uh, some updates for us on on local meetings and, and so forth in your community out there. Village meetings. You got your newsletters and comms um, going out from time to time. Nice way for people to stay in touch. Yeah, so recently we um, just funded the McAndrew Bay newsletter, which comes out of, I think it's four times a year, so the board just uh, granted them some money, which is a really useful tool. And in fact, we're sort of um, quite well served on the peninsula for community newsletters uh, across the place, and they're actually funded by the board, um, and they have quite a long reach, and also quite a wide degree of different information as well. But one of the things that we do as a board is we try uh, once or twice a year to have a meeting in each of the villages so that people can make touch with us. This year, Stacey, Kokua, Belfer and I are doing meetings at Broad Bay, 
uh, at 7pm Wednesday the 19th of July and one in the Portobello Hall at 7pm Tuesday the 25th of July. And look, it's an opportunity for people to come along, have a chat to us, raise any issues that they have, um, bring any bright ideas they might have, um, or just generally have a chat with the board about what's been going on around the place as well. And uh, that's really the opportunity to uh, to uh, yeah, get in touch with us and, and have a chat. So these are not formal Dunedin uh, Community Board meetings? There's no necessity no, to get on no, an agenda? No, they're just, they're just uh, an opportunity for people to, uh, to, to catch up with us. You know, if they've got anything pressing. A lot of people communicate in a lot of different ways. You sometimes find people are not, perhaps they're not letter writers or email writers or they're not um, public forum attendees. Um, but sometimes the opportunity to just have a, an informal chat with um, a member of the board and raise a few issues is sometimes the way that they want to do that. And uh, that gives us a steer about some of the things that are going on in the community. A public forum also on the Cove? Oh, the Cove. Well, the Cove is a slightly different issue in terms of uh, we have a public forum in our, in our normal meetings. And uh, one of the things that's come up there is just around speed and the ability of children in that area to cross, to catch the bus and to get off the bus. And I'd probably point out to the community that it's quite a fast section of road. It has been redesigned, but there are some visibility issues there and we're hoping to see some resolution from council uh, in that area. Um, it hasn't been easy for that particular community um, and I just probably wanted to raise it really. It's just a matter of, as I say, now that schools are back, we've had school holidays, we have got kids catching buses and crossing roads and all that sort of stuff. So we, we want people to uh, make sure that, as I say, they keep their speed down in those areas and just be aware, as I say, that that particular community have had a, a few struggles just with uh, some of the safety aspects of that part of the road. Just finally, Paul, you wanted to touch on the Broad Bay Boat Club. Ah, oh, Broad Bay Boat Club, man, that's really coming along. Um, so when you go past there at the moment, uh, you'll see the new piles going in. Uh, the Broad Bay Boat Club have worked tirelessly to look at redeveloping their facility there. And um, things are starting to really happen. It's quite exciting actually watching, uh, as I say, the uh, the new piles being drilled into the, into the, uh, into the seabed. And uh, as I say, that, that facility has the potential to be a really fantastic one, not only for the city, but also for the Broad Bay community as well. And um, looking forward to seeing it progress. As I say, that, that small committee have worked absolutely tirelessly uh, in fundraising. Um, there's, a, there's been an awful lot of work from them to get to this point. So um, really excited for, for that community and, and really excited for the city. We, we need more areas that provide us with access to the harbour um, and provide facilities. And, you know, in a, in a time where, uh, let's be honest, we have a dismal record in New Zealand around um, drownings and, and water spaces, that kind of stuff, so that the, the ability for clubs and the importance of clubs who teach water safety and sailing and all of those things is really important for uh, for the city and especially for our community here as a very much a water community. So looking forward to seeing that happen.
Certainly plenty going on in and around the Otago Peninsula. Always great to catch up with Paul Pope from the Otago Peninsula Community Board. Thank you, Paul. Enjoy your day out there on the beautiful Sinclair wetlands. I, I, I will, and I don't know when our next, I'll just say, I, I don't know when our next uh, chat's going to be, Jeff. Um, I am disappearing uh, for about three weeks uh, over August and uh, having, a, having a short break, so hopefully uh, I'll be back in time for our next one. Oh, well, maybe we'll be able to rope in one of those other members of the Community Board if you're not, Paul, eh? How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Lovely to catch up, Paul. Thanks so much. I look forward to talking with you again shortly. That was Round the Boards. Updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.